Good morning, everybody. Say hi, Abby. <laughs> okay. Uh, today is Tuesday morning. I believe it's March 20-something. 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. Okay. Anywho, yeah, I hope you're all doing great. Um, it's beautiful today in Seattle. Um, there's a little bit of cloud, but mostly blue skies, which is amazing i think yesterday or during the weekend it was like raining all day so the weather has been all over the place but it is nice to see the sun come out um i'm looking forward to some um farmers markets opening up um i believe they will probably still have them even though you know the pandemic is not necessarily over but i think because they're outdoors and stuff like that i think they will have them so I'm excited about that. Um, that will be really fun. Um, but other than that, um, I am, you know, I keep it moving to, you know, with work and everything. I'm, I keep it moving. School is supposedly returning. The governor of our state uh, just announced or proclaimed, I think is the word, um, pretty much told all the school districts that are in the state to pretty much have all of their well they he said or his office pretty much is telling the school districts that they have to have options for their for their students to go back to school in person so doesn't mean everybody needs to but you have to give families and students the option for in-person learning and that has to happen by april 19th and i work for the largest school district in the state um and probably the most diverse one as well in terms of racial diversity and um it's really complicated for this particular school district for seattle public schools district to really do that just because of how complex right the school is and all of that kind of stuff but but that is what is happening and that is what is gonna happen likely um and catered to five pretty much elementary level students are going back in like two weeks or something so that's interesting i don't have a child that's like school age so my life isn't necessarily gonna dramatically change in that way but i do feel for for the parents who have to make a lot of decisions right now without um necessarily knowing all the certainty um but you know that's kind of where we are right now with the pandemic i guess the good thing is most people are getting vaccinated um which is really awesome i'm really happy i am involved in some community efforts to you know make sure that um that uh ethiopian folks uh especially you know because i speak amharic so amharic speaking folks are understanding about understanding the information about covid19 vaccine and making a decision for themselves at this point you know the vaccine is not mandated like you don't have to take the vaccine you can choose to take the vaccine or not but i want to make sure when when folks are making the decision to take the vaccine or not to they have as much information as possible and they're making an informed choice plus um they also now have the support to actually sign up for the vaccine because 
that's another huge issue. Even if you believe in the vaccine and want to take it, you it's like everything is online. It's like finding a concert ticket. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And when I was at the vaccine site where I got my vaccine, it was in downtown. It was mostly white folks that were there. And, you know, I'm glad that whoever is getting vaccinated, I am very happy. We should all get vaccinated. It shouldn't get limited. But it also kind of breaks my heart knowing that there's a lot of people who want to get the vaccine, who need to get the vaccine. They're really at risk um, of developing really um, uh, serious complications if they get the vaccine and yet they are not having the access to. And I'm not even just talking about elders. I'm talking about people who work um, in environments that make them or put them at a higher risk. So that could be like Uber drivers, taxi drivers, bus drivers, uh, you know, grocery workers and all of those people who are technically eligible at this point, I believe. I don't know about the drivers, but I know grocery workers are, but they're not going to be able to get it for a while unless someone is able to intervene and help them sign up. So anywho, but that's just my, you know, that's just something that um, is frustrating, but I am trying to do my part, and I always say this to people uh, on my podcast, but, like, if you can help someone in your community or family sign up for the vaccine, please do. If they're eligible, um, please make sure that, you know, if you're going to be in front of a computer, um, and most likely they won't be in front of a computer because of their job or childcare or housework they're doing, or that's just not their, like, what they do day to day, please help them, uh, sign up for the online spots you know after you consult them of course and that they want to get the vaccine so anywho that's just my little like PSA I guess but today um let's see what did I talk about well I uh yesterday I actually went out to a restaurant after work which was interesting um I think I haven't necessarily ate at a restaurant probably since the pandemic maybe once I did um but uh, this neighborhood, uh, like, restaurant uh, that I, I've gotten, like, takeout from before. Um, but this time I actually just, like, wanted a space outside of the house to just be for a little bit, like, an hour, you know? Like, so this, all of it just took an hour because this place is so close to my house. It's, like, walkable and whatnot. And so I was able to go. I was able to order, like, a burrito. It was very good like very salty but I guess that's what you get when you eat out is like things are so buttery and salty but that's just you know whatever so anyway I just I just recognize that like I've been eating at home more lately and I'm just like oh my god this is like just so much salt what the hell <laughs> like it's just kind of shocking to the system but I think that's normal for like outside food or restaurant food but it was really delicious so that was that you know so I ate that and then um and I also had a margarita I don't think I don't even know how long it's been since I've had like like a cocktail drink like you know I have like wine and stuff like that whatever like I might buy at home but like I um I had yeah I had a cocktail and it was really good um you know it's just like I don't know it was kind of nice to like have something like super extra and super not necessary but you know sometimes it is good to indulge I guess so it was 
good for me to like just have that break go and like have somebody you know wait on me and ask me what I wanted and oh I want a burrito and then a burrito appears I'm like wow this is great (laughs) or like I want a margarita it just like appears right it's really nice and then when you're done you just leave the plates and just go say thank you you know whatever pay your money and leave so it's kind of nice it feels it makes you feel a little bit like an adult um and just somebody who can do that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's so weird. But um, I was just happy about getting that done. And um, it was funny because next to me, this person says they were like, it was, um, there wasn't anybody mostly one. And it's like outdoor seating or whatever. Not. Um, and these two people came, one guy, one, one woman, and they were like sitting there talking or whatever. And at one point he says something like, because I think they don't live together or they work together or something. I don't know. But like they were both wearing their mask as they were waiting for their food. So, um, you know, and and at one point the guy's like, oh, it's so hard to drink a margarita with your mask on is what he said. And I thought that was really funny. I was like, yep, that sounds like a going out to eat in a pandemic. Like, that's what it sounds like. Um, But yeah, so I think that was nice. Um. I was just really tired from the weekend and stressed out, I guess, you know, it's just like doing a lot of housework or whatever, um, just errands to get ready for the week, which is like such a big um, change from how I used to spend my weekends. Like I think my weekends now are just like a preparation for the week and just trying to make the week be a little less crazy. Um, So whether that's like prepping meals or like cleaning the house or doing laundry or running some errands, grocery shopping, whatever it is. Um, Or even I will do sometimes like a little bit of planning for the week. So like even my work, I might plan out like what my meetings are going to look like this week and like what are the main like things that I need to accomplish. Is there something I'm supposed to write? Do I have any deadlines? Um, and that's not just for my work, but it might be for the projects that I am involved in outside of work. It might even be personal stuff, like making dental appointments or whatever, you know, all that stuff that moms like take on. Um, and it's also some, like, I'll also spend my weekend with like my family. We do family meeting every week and we also like record a podcast actually, but it's like not it's, it's a podcast, kind of, <laughs> but it's more like an audio diary, you could call it. I don't know, journal or something, but we record it. We don't really, like, publish it or anything anywhere because it's just meant for ourselves, like, to look back on. And we've been doing it, like, before I even started this podcast. So it's it's been a while, maybe two years or something. And now Avim gets to be part of them, and she says hi and bye, and, you know, sometimes just me making noise in the back. So we do stuff like that, and we try to spend some time with the with as a family, go out um, to the park and stuff like that. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't leave a lot of room for personal time. That's something we recognize. Like we spend time as a family, we have to do housework and get ready for the next week, and like that's that's about it. And you don't really have a lot of time that's dedicated to just doing what you want or something for fun for yourself. And so we're trying to be better um, as a family of giving each other, like, um, space to do that. So Jonas has time, you know, whether it's in the morning or afternoon, to do whatever he wants, whether it be in front of a computer or go out do something, whatever, you know. So it, it's limiting, obviously, because of the pandemic. It's not like you could, it's not like socializing, like going out to socialize, but it's whatever you want to do. So for me, like journaling or like 
um, listening to one of my true crime uh, episodes or something, which, by the way, I listened to um, a true crime uh, investigative like podcast called Cold, the Susan Powell story. It is so heartbreaking, like, and also, like, it's gonna suck up so much time, so if you're thinking of listening to just know that, like, once you start, it's gonna be really hard to stop, so if you don't want to spend, like, I don't know how many hours that was, maybe, it must have been, like, at least 15 hours or something I spent listening to that in the last week, so it's really addictive, and I was listening to it as I was driving or taking my daily walk or... Um, even when I was cooking or doing housework, I would just be listening to it on my uh, my headphones as I'm doing these things. So you could do it that way. But again, it's really heartbreaking. And it's about this woman who gets killed by her husband who, like, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's one of those stories that, like, somehow, like, it makes you attractive. You want to you wanna, you wanna listen to it. You know, you are like, oh, I'm curious. Like, what kind of thing was happening? How can something like this happen? And then you listen to it and it's just so depressing and it just gets gets worse and worse and worse but I think the biggest takeaway of that story I think really was about domestic violence and how to really make sure that if you see something like this happening in your life or other people in your life if this is happening you're seeing signs really to help that person mostly women right like moms or whatever it is like help them get out of that situation provide support whatever it is so that's kind of like I guess the silver lining is really it it helps you to really understand how critical it is to support women in whatever challenges they're going through um and it just shows how I think women tend to put up with a lot of stuff like this for various like reasons um which are all very credible reasons you know but and a lot of the time it has to do with the support they do or don't have most of the time don't have to leave a relationship so it's kind of heartbreaking in that way but I think the silver lining is that kind of you know he ended that um he ended that investigative episode or whatever with kind of like you know as a guy because he's a the reporter is a guy so kind of like making a commitment about you know what he wants to do in terms of supporting women so I thought that was really powerful um but again like I there were a couple of days where it was hard for me to sleep so I think part of my stress yesterday was probably also this episode or this podcast so I don't know if I would recommend it but it's definitely like you know it's a really good well done podcast investigative so if you're into that kind of stuff definitely check it out listen to maybe the um trailer or something it's on like anywhere you find podcasts i think anyways okay i hope you're all well um i will talk with you soon and yeah bye